0: Jones, keeping up with the Joneses. Welcome to episode 260 of Keeping Up with the Joneses. Yep. Mrs. Jones, you're looking radiant.
1: Thank you. I'm so excited about this episode.
0: Any particular reason? Yes. Is it because you've been holding on to the story for about 10 months? Yes. Let's just cut to the chase. We're not even going to bother doing Weekly Catch-Up this week. No. You've already read the title. You've pressed play. It's true. We're adopting a baby. We are adopting a baby. We should say, I mean, I guess we are, but we're trying to adopt a baby. We're trying
1: to. Yes. Yes, yes. We're in the process of.
0: I don't even know where to begin with our story about adopting a baby.
1: Well, okay. So if we go back to before we even got married.
0: Before we even got married. Yes.
1: Before we even got married, we had talked about. Both of us had said we wanted to adopt at some point.
0: Yeah, just so before we jump into all of that. Okay. Just so the listener is aware, mm-hmm. I'm imagining this is going to be a longish episode. It's probably going to be about the same length as most of our episodes. Sure. And we just want to tell our story about how we ended up here, adopting a baby at this stage of life. Yes. And it begins a long, long time ago. A long time ago. In a galaxy ago, far, far away called a country, Canada.
1: <laughs> a country far, far away.
0: But you're right. Before we got married, yes, before we were even engaged, I think we were talking about, you know, how many kids do you want? Do you want kids? You're blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we were talking about that. And the topic of adoption came up.
1: And I said, I want to adopt. Yeah. And you said, so do I. Yeah. And I don't know why, but I remember as a teenager just thinking, oh, one day I want to adopt. Like, you know. and.
0: Uh, I've got lots of fear about talking about this stuff out loud. I just realized as I <laughs> went but also our desire to adopt a baby that didn't necessarily look like us.
1: Yes. Like not, I- not
0: that we're exclusively saying we don't want to adopt a Caucasian baby. That's not no, what no, we're saying. But-, but a passion to have a multicultural family of our own. Yes. And I don't know I remember you saying that from a very early age. I mean your first Friend was Japanese.
1: Yes, my first best friends were Japanese. Yeah.
0: And but just also, it's I have to keep saying this. I'm sure wherever you're listening, you are in an environment that's more multicultural than Franklin, Tennessee. Yeah. We when we got married, we lived in Toronto, yes. which is w- legitimately one of the most multicultural diverse. It, it is the cities. most
1: multicultural city in the world right now.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. and that would make sense. Yes. And then we moved here, and
1: this is not. Not, not that's very not, racially yes. diverse No
0: But anyway, th- that was our discussion Before we even got married we're, Interestingly, we're also both from families of four yes. I have three siblings, you have three and siblings And
1: we both always thought we would have four
0: Which is so funny Because as everybody out there who's had kids know When you haven't had kids And you're talking about how many kids you want it's very sweet.
1: Yes. But you Until usually you start refine your mouth yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> once you've had
0: one. <laughs> but it, but regardless, we wanted to have, we, we had always thought about adoption and did very little with it.
1: Yes. Well, I mean, we talked about it in the beginning and then we started having kids and then we had MJ. and
0: So now we're fast forwarding. We're fast forwarding. Yeah, so, so we talked about adoption before we got married. You're yeah, right. Yeah. You get married. Yeah, we have 3 kids. Yeah. How old were you when MJ?
1: I was 41 when I gave
0: birth to him. And it was a rough pregnancy on you t- physically. All of them
1: were rough to some level, but yeah, MJ was rough uh yeah, just on my spine mostly. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. and I which makes sense, I'm, you know, I was over 40 and, you know,
0: so we had wanted four children, like we talked about, but we knew once MJ was born, we didn't know. We came to a realization: mm-hmm. we would love to have more children, but there is no way that you can give birth again.
1: No, my body wasn't gonna. No, it was like you did. Well.
0: Bravo, well done. But th- we can't do that anymore. And I, right. I remember saying, oh, "Oh, well, great! So we get to revisit adoption." And even when MJ was born, we were still thinking about that. And then what happens, baby?
1: Well, then we just got super comfortable having three children. And then they get all out of diapers and you're like, oh my gosh, I made it. Like, I... Can I
0: tell you a funny story? Yes. So you are right. We yes. get to the stage of life where, MJ, you're no longer potty training.
1: And when they can shower on their own,
0: right. you but feel like you've hit the jackpot. We realize, okay, this is, this is great. Actually, you know what? Three's good, we fulfilled the Genesis commandment. we have multiplied ourselves. that's right. we don't need to bother with four. I mean, it's not like we ever sat down and had a like a conference and made a no, resolution no. nothing yes, like that we but we just began realizing, okay, MG's done preschool, we got and you fixed we have a rhythm of life, well, we did yeah, yeah. I, 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 we, that's important to mention uh, out of the realization that. Yeah, we want more children, but we can't have you. My body can't do that. I went and got a vasectomy, which is a whole other podcast episode we should do. But yeah, now I'm decaf. I
1: I don't think anybody wants to hear an entire podcast episode about your vasectomy. I just want to put that out there. It's not that interesting.
0: You know what, baby? Yeah. You also didn't think that lots of people stayed in the bath and let the water drain out, and you were wrong about that one. Uh, no, all I wasn't. Only two.
1: Only two people actually said that was normal. Anyway, back to the plan. <laughs> Whatever. We reached the
0: stage of life where we realized, man, it is really good when all of your kids are out of diapers. Yeah. And you're not having to make baby food so and you have good. a different schedule. Yeah. And I guess, well, it's easy street for us. Yeah, we it's did just it. Gets we had three yeah, kids. Woo-hoo. We're all in school. And I remember one day getting rid of all of our baby stuff. I mean, I remember that watershed moment. I remember, yeah. okay, let's get rid of the crib and the change table and the stroller and the baby car seats yeah. and the baby high we chair. We gave and,
1: everything away, like just sewed it into other families that needed it.
0: But I remember cleaning our garage. Yeah. And I remember the Holy Spirit going, <clears throat> just just a little. <clears throat> oh, really? And okay. I'm like, I can't hear the Holy Spirit. <laughs> like, like the Holy Spirit's like, you yeah, sure you want to get rid of all that stuff? <laughs> and I somehow like ignorantly thought, well, if I get rid of everything, I mean, I guess there's no possible way for us to right. I mean, just give
1: away your crib, and you can't possibly end
0: up. I remember a resolving that <laughs> with that folly, that line of thinking. Okay,
1: all right, yeah.
0: So we're feeling good about our life. Yeah. Life is great. I mean, like, you, once you reach that season where all your kids are dressing themselves and mm-hmm. you know, can they need less of your attention? Yeah. Man, it was just great.
1: So. So then MJ's around the age of four, and I start having dreams.
0: Now, long-time listeners of the podcast know that AJ dreams a lot. Big difference between AJ's dreams and my dreams are... Well, big difference between AJ's dreams and most people's dreams are... Most dreams that are from the Lord are symbolic in nature. AJ doesn't really dream symbolically. So when AJ has dreams about major life changes... We tend to pay attention, they're, but you, they're, they're fairly literal. T- tell us some of the dreams, or a high level overview of what, what were the dreams about.
1: Um, all of the dreams. So I ended up having six dreams in a row over a period of about two years, mm-hmm. and all of them were about adopting a, a adopting a baby. A couple of them, they were like slightly older, like two or three, um, but the rest were all, ad- you know, adopting a baby. Uh and most of the time it was adopting a boy, um but they were really specifically hey all in my dreams, I have all the but I'm this old, and we're you know all that kind of stuff.
0: How old are you at the time of recording
1: uh right now, yep, I will be um fifty next week.
0: So, so hold that in thought. Yeah, and by the
1: time this comes out, I'll have turned 52 mm-hmm. days before this comes okay. out. So, you know, so all of my dreams are like, this seems like really poor timing, but we fall in love with this baby or, you know, and we, and we adopt. So, and you had some dreams.
0: I had a couple of dreams, which meant they were contagious. And I, I want you to tell one of, your, one of your dreams in a second. Yeah. But. But before we go into that, like uh, that those two years we've had eight dreams between us. Mm-hmm. What are we do? What are, I mean, what are we doing with those dreams?
1: We're just praying. We're like, okay, Lord, like it. It seems pretty clear you're speaking to us. Really having no idea
0: what to do. With what them. to
1: do with them? And not, I wasn't feeling like I do this now. Right. I was feeling just the invitation of it.
0: Am I right in thinking that a common theme in our dreams was we didn't do anything. Yes. To go get the baby. Yes. The baby came to us. Yes. Yeah. That, and that's why I don't think, I think you would wake up and go, I had another dream. And I'd be, and it wasn't that I was like, well, you know, whatever, or like right. oh, you had pizza. I'm like, okay, I wonder where this is leading to. Right. And I would say for me, I was open. Like I am open. Yes. I wasn't passionately pursuing, but I'm open to the idea. Yes. Right. Right. So that's how so I would term tell, it as tell, well. Tell one, tell one of the dreams
1: Okay, so in one of the dreams, um, I'm walking into the church, and uh, we're painting a section of the church in right. the dream, and uh, Brett and Shaley are on vacation in the dream. There are youth pastors. Yep. And I go in, you know, I'm there for, you know, both services, and at the end of one of the services, I see a person that's, you know, sitting halfway back who's still sitting there at the end and, sh- and she's crying. And so I go over and I just say, Hey, are you okay? Is there something that I can um, pray with you about? Is there something that you need? And in the dream, she says, well, um, I've just found out a family member is pregnant and they are um, going to, you know, put up their child for adoption. Right. And she's like, super excited about that she and she tells me the name of the baby that it's a boy and that the baby's name is ariel and then she says would you like this baby and and i wake up and i'm like oh ah. you know so right away i actually look up ariel
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh ariel is as much as it's like um the little mermaid whatever mm-hmm. it's actually a boy's name it's a hebrew boy's name and it means lion of god
0: Wow. I thought it meant light. No, it means Lion of, of God. It means
1: Lion of God. And uh, so I was just like, wow, like, okay, that was really, you know, that was really intense.
0: I remember you telling me the dream and I, you know, I just, I, I just chuckled maybe an eye roll in dismissive way, but like, of course you had another dream. And I'm like, right. put it on the pile. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Trouble is.
1: Trouble is about six months later go to church one Sunday morning and, you know, we're painting a hallway in the church. And I know that because I was overseeing all of that sort of stuff. Uh, but it smells like paint and, you know, Brett and Shaley are on vacation and, you know, go to church as normal at the end of the service. There's in fact, somebody sitting, you know, in about the same spot as they were in the dream crying. I go over and this person says to me, I've just found out that I have a family member who is uh pregnant and is choosing to um place a child place the child for adoption and and I'm literally like I mean every domino is falling into i'm literally like Oh my gosh! This it. This is that dream.
0: Well, I remember because I was at home with the kids. Yes. And this was first service. Yes. So you call me, and I'm about to come in. Yeah. And you're like, I can tell from the way you're speaking.
1: Well, I said to this person, oh, "Okay," and I prayed for them because you're was, trying to be with them yeah, and care for them. Yeah. yeah. And but I'm literally like, I'm shaken by the dream. No kidding. You know, and now here it is. You know, so I'm like. Uh, And I know this person, like I have their phone number. So I was like, I'm going to call you later and check on you and, you know, whatever. And then I go and call you and I was like, oh, babe. I
0: remember (laughs) getting a phone call from AJ and AJ is, you're breathless. You're like, okay, babe, you know, I'm in between services and I know you're coming in and there isn't really a time to say this, but I think you need to know about it now. So you're telling me like everything you just said. And I'm like, of of course this has happened, like of course this has yeah. happened, and you're like, what? Like, what, what do, do, we I, do I? What do we do? Yeah. And so we're like, you know, I'm trying to load the kids in the minivan and get ready, you know, and just you know trying to pretend everything's normal as I'm driving in. And I was like, let let's let's just let's pray. I think our solution would be let's pray about that solution. As right, in, right. He, here's our way forward. Yes. Let's pray about that. So rather than trying to come up with a plan. Let's have a planet and, and post it to the Lord and see what we get. Because I don't know if you were emceeing. We had to go through church. Yeah, yeah. And we be still pastors had to, yeah, and be on. Yeah, yeah. So again, you know, the, I think the solution, I, I, I went straight to left brain. Yes. Is it, do you know if it's a boy or do we know if it's a girl? Because you're, you're the, for the dream to be this specific. Right. Right. Let's find out if it's a boy or a girl. Right. And because P.S. I think she, the birth mom was due in like two, two weeks. weeks. Yes. So. It's like, okay, we've had all these dreams, <laughs> and I haven't really given it any serious thought, but now this is absolutely a God event. Yes. Like, you can't make this stuff up. Yeah. I, in two weeks' time. Like, and, and at this point, we haven't told our families. No. We haven't It's just been this kind of thing that the Lord is speaking to us about. Okay, we haven't told our pastors. We haven't, we haven't told even our told our friends. kids. Nothing. We haven't t- yeah. we, you know, it's just been yeah, our yeah. pillow talk. Yeah. So I'm now thinking, okay, here's a plan. Let's put out a fleece. Yeah. Like if it's a boy, then I think it would be foolish if we, uh, you know, if this dream is so precise, it would be foolish if we say no and miss this. Right. And if it's a girl, okay, Lord, then we're going to trust that you have another plan, which is also scary. Yes. Right? For a number of reasons. And so I remember saying, you know, why don't you tell her, hey, we know of a family in the church if it's a boy and, and... Again, I can't overemphasize. This is while I'm loading kids into a minivan and we're driving right. to church. And right. I remember worship that Sunday. I, I was not in no. worship. I'm like, I'm just <laughs> praying in tongues the whole time, <laughs> trying to act casually. Yeah. And we're texting and breathe, each other. <laughs>
1: and breathe, just breathe. Yeah.
0: And. And what, what we ended up doing what?
1: Well, we ended up not doing exactly that because I actually knew this person right. and so I, I I trusted them and I thought I'd rather tell them it's us, not some sure. random person and share with them the different dreams and, and, and whatnot. And swear them to secrecy. And swear them to secrecy, which was you know not a problem. And so they said, well, you know, I know, I know she's going to find out if it's a boy or a girl. And so I was like, great, we'll wait. Wait to hear back from you. that was going to
0: be Tuesday. Uh Uh-huh. And this is Sunday. Yeah. And I remember that because I didn't sleep Sunday night or Monday night.
1: Oh, neither of us slept. Because I'm doing math
0: in my head going, if we'd up this baby... (laughs) When I'm at their high school graduation, I will be like sixty. What I'm like, I am, la, la. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm now freaking out. Like, we just gave away everything, and yeah, you know, we have to go. Couple you know, of if, years if ago, this, we gave away
1: everything. If this happens,
0: yeah. we have to fly to wherever it was, and you know, yeah, like, yeah. and so in two I, yeah. weeks' time, I could be a dad of a newborn baby again. Yeah. Okay, God, are you? Yeah. And in those two days, I remember we did like an emergency sit down. With our pastors and with those closest to us yeah. that we do life with, yeah. going, Okay, guys, we're going to bring you up to speed on some real interesting news, real quick.
1: <laughs> we also did reconnaissance as the, at the local baby <laughs> store because we actually didn't even know like what what's out, out there, there now and how expensive is what is out there now because we have nothing.
0: We're also thinking about like how do we tell our kids because yeah. up until this point we haven't really had any conversations with them and you know yeah I remember being in group therapy. Because it was Tuesday. Like, I would go to group yeah. on Tuesdays. And I remember that was the topic of discussion. Like, hey, guys, I need time today. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Like, Now. It was like, hey, guys, now. welcome to group. And I need time. <laughs> and just, like, poured it all out and, yeah. you know, process a bunch of that. Yeah. But as you can probably tell, if you know us.
1: Right. So, um, the that that mom went and had the sonogram and whatnot and uh it was a girl and there was a family that was in state for them um that really wanted to adopt a girl and so uh, a good christian family and that felt great and you know so that that's what happened we didn't end up mm-hmm. um adopting that baby and
0: let me ask you though yeah because uh, those two days 40 hours was our roller coaster yeah, when we found out it was a girl, and we were obviously very happy that yeah. she was going to go to a safe home. And, yeah, what happened in your heart?
1: Uh, probably equal parts relief and sadness.
0: Okay, because in those two days, your maternal instincts had kicked in, and.
1: I think so. I was just like, I was, I think because for me, I was like, I was so sure that God was speaking to us about adoption and because that was, that was a closed door now. I was like, I don't really understand. Like, I don't really understand the specificness of the dream and the specificness of this situation and it not, Hmm. not being fully exactly the same and you know, whatever. So, but at the same time, I was like, whew, two weeks. I mean, that
0: that full crazy. Yeah. Do you want to know how I made sense of it? Uh, How? I was like, okay, this is an Abraham and Isaac thing. Yeah. And the Lord provided a thicket in the, you know, a ram in the thicket rather. And I was just like, okay, I I think that was a test of like our obedience. Like moving it from, theoretically, would you be pro-adoption? Sure, I would be. Like now go pick up a baby in two weeks time. Are you still sure? I think so. And the fact that God had our yes. Yeah. And it didn't come out. I was like, oh. If we passed the test like oh that yeah, was yeah i i did process awesome. it a
1: little bit like that woo! yeah
0: but i think i was still back to the cleaning out my garage like whoo like oh okay we don't have to do it we can keep our nice stable right. consistent life we're good
1: yeah and in the process of this the kids had picked up there was something going on and so we had actually ended up talking to them not about the specifics, about the specifics but just about all. hey well, you know we have prayed about thought about Mummy's had some dreams oh God, about God, you know, what do you think? um adoption. Oh. And you know, Abby, who's our oldest, was like, That's that sounds great. You know, she was in. Uh, but our two youngest weren't. They,
0: they emphatically emphatically not. were not. Like, no, like, burst into tears. Absolutely no way. Yeah. I do not want to change my family. And, yeah. And our We efforts, love our family of five. Yeah. That was they just kept and yeah. our efforts to explore, not change your minds, but to explore like what's at the root of that, they yeah. were locked down. Locked down. And I remember we both pray. I remember one night we were in bed and we prayed and we just said, Lord, we are willing. We are willing. But we don't want the blessing for one child to come at the cost of great pain and sorrow mm-hmm. for three of other children. So if this is you and we think it is. Right. We're going to gonna ask that hearts. you work on the hearts of our children yeah. because we want it to be a blessing for our family, not just something that mommy and daddy go ahead and do and your feelings and you, don't yeah, matter. Th- right. So. Right. And then what happened immediately?
1: I stopped having dreams.
0: <laughs> Which further compounded that it
1: was all a test and we passed. Right. And, you know, like, that's great.
0: And so for. Two years. Two
1: years, nothing. Yeah. So I don't have any dreams at all for two years. And our and kids he would,
0: would periodically check.
1: Well, no, you. They didn't usually check. You did. You would check about every six months and say,
0: have you had any the, more adoption dreams? I remember dreams? the kids, like, you know, cur- I don't know if it was out of their fear, like, are you guys had to plan without us, but I remember them saying, have you had any more dreams? And we say, no, I haven't had any more dreams okay. about adoption. Right. And then they would pick up, like, ah, oh, yeah, just so you're clear, I don't want to adopt. I'm not sharing my toys with anybody. Right, I mean, right, A lot right. of it came down to <laughs> that. A lot of that. it was like, that, yeah. Don't want to
1: share my toys. My because we would way.
0: revisit. Yeah. They would bring up some of the comfort. But by and large, all the dreams stopped. Yes. Which brings us to... 2021 January so
1: end of January 2021 uh I start a series of three dreams and they're all super short and very specific Mm -hmm. and so the first dream is Tia coming into our bedroom now as exactly as it is and there's a spotlight on her like she's on a talk show and she has a microphone and she throws her hand out to the side and she says into the microphone It's time for the Joneses to adopt a baby, and boom, I wake up. And I was like, oh, oh. So I, like, oh, I didn't even let you finish sleeping. I was like, Alan! Because <laughs> um, it felt like, I mean, there was, you know, you know when you have God dreams, there's such a residue. I was just literally like, oh, here we go again. And in you know?
0: the natural, Tia was the most vocal, most adamant. Against, Against, yes. no, we are not having a baby. Yes. We're not adopting.
1: And so I was like, well, so anyway, woke up Alan, and we prayed, and we're like, huh, interesting. You know, that was a... Re- very end of January beginning of March uh we go away camping with the kids and it's either the first or second night that we're there I'm I go to sleep and I have another very specific dream all I can see in the dream is my thumbs and my phone as I'm sending a text um to Jen Johnson and I'm just saying hey Jen
0: so i uh, just paused for those of you who know Jen has at uh, this point adopted one or Jen she adopted and Brian two? have adopted two. They've adopted two kids. Yeah. Okay. So you're texting them. Yeah.
1: So I'm I'm texting them saying, hey, I know you've adopted. We've been having dreams. Just curious, like, what's the cost involved? What company did you use? Anything else I should know? Thanks, AJ. And then I wake up. And uh, I'm like... Oh, okay. Well, that time I didn't wake you up. I waited till you woke up, and then when you uh, woke up, I, I turned to you and you. I went, "Hey, babe." And you're like, "Have you had another dream?" And I was like, "Ah." <laughs> so that night at the campfire, we're telling stories, which is what Tia likes best—is when Daddy tells the stories of getting stuck up a tree when Grandpa came up and rescued him, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, this is our this is our spring. It's not even spring. It's kind of spring like, break. Yeah, spring break. We're we've rented an RV. We're away camping. Yeah, you know, we're around the campfire again. We're not talking a. We're not about talking adoption. about no, it at we're all. We're just shooting the breeze Talking the about
1: other things. And all of a sudden, Tia, in the midst of everything that's going on, turns to me and says, Mommy, have you had any more dreams about adoption? And I stop and we, look w- over w- at Alan. We're
0: exchanging glances like, well, we're we just well, blinking we, each other you know, Morse code messages. And so
1: then I turn back to her and I said, actually, darling, I have. And she's like, oh, good, because I think we're supposed to adopt a baby. And MJ goes, me too. And I'm like, "What?" I mean.
0: The two of us (laughs) are like, what is happening?
1: Like all the hairs on my body are standing on end. I was like, what? And then
0: Abby's like, yeah, I always wanted to adopt.
1: Which that was true. And so then we had like an hour long conversation about. The practicalities of that. Yeah, we just threw
0: open and just like, okay. like, Uh, What do you want to talk about? Talk to me about your love of adoption. Like, what would you love about adopting? Yeah. And then we, yeah, we start talking about the practicalities. Well, you know, what would you like? Would you like a baby? Would you like, you know, an an older sibling? Would you like a younger sibling? Like, you know, just talk about that. Yeah. Do you want a boy? Do you want a girl? Yeah, And at one point we say... Do you want them to have the same skin color as you? And and I remember one of them. I forget which one. It you was T. Yeah. It was T. Was like, why would that matter? Yeah. You're like if it, she if, said
1: it'll be our baby.
0: Yeah. Why would it matter what yeah. skin color they were? And we're like, well,
1: I love Yay! our kids. Yeah.
0: So we're like, okay, well, uh, you know, and we're trying to act calm while we're right. roasting marshmallows. Like, right.
1: yeah, yeah, this yes, is totally yeah, fine. It's totally normal. So yeah,
0: so, with this newfound passion and zeal from our kids we're realizing the Lord has answered our prayer from yes. two years earlier.
1: Yeah. And so this is feeling like, oh, this is actually nah, what this is actually a deal now. I think it was about a week later, week and a half later, I go ahead and send that text to Jen, just exactly what I saw. And she sent back like pretty quick, you know, this is who we used and it costs roughly this amount of money. And, you know, she said, use GoFundMe, blah, blah, blah. She said all this different stuff. And she's like, go for it. It's the best thing we've ever done. And I was like, okay, wow. Okay, feeling really real, you know. And hearing the amount of money that's involved, mm-hmm. honestly, that shook me a bit. I didn't expect it to be as as expensive as it is. And so I was like, wow. So we're still praying. We're still.
0: Because we're praying like, okay, Lord, this now really seems on your agenda. Yeah. Not just as a good idea, but as a God idea in this season Like, what's the timing of uh, this? What do you want us to do? What's the timeline? We want to be wise. Yeah. Yeah. So keep going. uh,
1: And then I end up having another dream about a week later. Mm -hmm. And in this dream, I show up at this meeting. So it's in a church. It's not a church I recognize. It's just like some big church hall kind of thing. And there's people there from Toronto. And uh, it was... you know, like I, you know, people I recognize there from Toronto, there's people there from our church in, in Franklin, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And then there was several hundred people that I didn't recognize, but everybody's smiling, having fun. I think we're going to have a revival meeting because that's the mix of, of people mostly that are there. And I, I turned to you in the dream and I was like, babe, Like, and I I don't know what we're doing at this meeting. I was like, this is going to be great, you know, kind of thing. And, and then the, the crowd parts over to the left and I see this crib with a big bow around it. And then the crowd parts over to the right and I see like this car seat stroller thing with a bow around it. And I turn to Alan, I'm like, we're at a shower. Like I've just gotten the information of why we're there. And then Amanda comes up to me and she's the head of our prophetic team in, in Franklin. Um, But she comes up to me and she says, "Uh, AJ, your baby is here. And I was like, what? Like, wow. So I like walk over. That's when I realized it's our shower. That's the moment. I didn't figure it out before then. And I walk over and the baby is wrapped in that uh, see-through gift wrap that you put around baskets, baskets, you know, that you can see through. And I in the dream, I'm literally like, that is a horrible idea, like, to wrap a baby in that. <laughs> like,
0: I'm in cellophane. Right, in yeah. cellophane.
1: But anyway, I reach for the baby, and the cellophane falls away, and I pick up the baby and put it up against my heart, and then I wake up. Mm. And I was like, oh, that whole dream was about provision.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I didn't catch the part at the end about it. Being gift wrapped until actually I, w- I think I was talking to you later and I was repeating it again, and you said, babe, it's gift wrap. And I was like, Oh, it's a gift.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: it it was feeling super overwhelming to even consider. Again, I'm about to turn 50
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I, you know,
0: We have very full lives. We have
1: very full lives, but I don't want to miss out on a gift of that God, God wants God's to asking, give us. Yeah. You know. So anyway, I was like, okay. Ah. So at that point, we thought, okay,
0: let's we we, we prayed,
1: we prayed, and then we were like, kind of game on. Let's let's talk to our people that we talk to when we make big decisions. So we reached we, out to Jeff and Jeff, Becky. We reached out to Jeff
0: and Becky, and we're like, hey, remember that conversation we had two years ago about that two weeks' notes to go get a baby? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's back, <laughs> and 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 bring them up to speed on what's been happening. You know, these are the dreams. We, like you know, we're we're inviting you in. Like tell, tell, tell us, what us, like what are the what red think? flags? What, what you, are we yeah. not seeing? Are we just over emotional? Yeah. And what does your spirit feel as we tell you this? Yeah. You know, and we t- call John and Carol and share yeah. the same thing. And then yeah. you know the, the friends who are Gary closest Sarah, to us, Ben and Sarah.
1: Ben and Sarah. Yeah.
0: Like so, just bring them in and share. Yeah. Uh, you know, and just ask for prayer. Like, hey guys, it feels like the Lord is speaking to us that we don't want to be reckless. Yeah, you know, we're, we're this is the thinking that we've done. This is the big decision, and it feels like God is inviting us, but we want wisdom. Like, what do you think? Would you would you pray yeah. for us? And they all prayed for us and just said, you know, we we think it's great. We yeah, think we it's think God. it's God, and so. But but tell what like Sarah Jackson, who's our resident dream expert. Yeah, not resident. She lives in Toronto. When I
1: when I I sent her the dreams before we even talked on the phone. Uh, or no, I think we talked on the phone, and then I sent her the specifics of the dream. And, sh- and she was like, I love how shaper your dreams are. It's Remember, like, sh-
0: shaper is a life language. Uh, uh, if that you, likes if, a plan. If you're fluent in the shaper language, you like plan yes, and structure and Yes, and we're both very
1: high shapers. Both of us are very high. So uh, she said, I love how shaper your dreams are. So she said, the first dream, by the way, your kids are ready. Their hearts are ready. The second dream. This is how you're gonna do it. Like this is who you hire, blah, blah, blah. And then the third dream, it's gonna be provided for. And by the way, it's a gift.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was just like, okay. And at that point, I think I just settled. Like, yep. All right.
0: Well, you say I that. Did. No, you didn't. Because okay. around about that time, yes. you happened to be, I think, emceeing at church. Or you're going to church. Oh, at least. that's
1: right. Yes. And no, no. That was that was that was before the okay. third dream.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. To tell that story, because okay. this so is how this kind the Lord is. This the
1: Sunday we got back from camping. So okay. I've had the two dreams. We've had the conversation with T and MJ, and we camped up until Saturday. I'm driving in Sunday morning to first service. You're going to bring in the kids for a second. Mm-hmm. And I'm driving in, and I realize uh, Jeff's car isn't there, So, because normally he always beats us in, right? So I check my phone, sure enough. Jeff's not feeling well and David Wagner is going to come.
0: David Wagner, who you know, been on the podcast several times. Yeah. Friend of ours, a wonderful prophet.
1: Yeah. David Wagner is going to come and he's going to speak that morning. And so I am literally like, "Oh, that's amazing, you know, blah blah blah." And I'm on the front row and and I'm never the kind of person person. I'm never the kind of person that says Oh, I hope I get a word. I hope I get a word. I mean
0: Conversely, I am absolutely that person. Are you? I am always asking if there's a prophet in our midst, I are you kidding me? Lord, I want a word. I want a word. I want a word.
1: Okay. I it yeah. just doesn't I just I just don't typically uh do that.
0: But on this particular but morning. But on this particular morning, <laughs> I was like,
1: Lord, with this whole thing, like this whole adoption thing going on, like I would really love a word from David Wagner like about that this thing. about this thing. Like that would help me so much, you know. And uh, the Lord was so good because he was just like, oh, he already gave you a word. And I was like, oh, yeah. So think way, way back to.
0: First time David Wagner ever speaks.
1: First time he prophesies over us.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a year after MJ's born. You've already had your vasectomy Mm -hmm. and we stand up to get a prophetic word. And David starts with. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, another boy for the Joneses.
0: And arrogantly, I think, oh, you're so adorable, but you missed it because I just had a vasectomy. We're both like, nope. My <laughs> ability to comprehend that I can block God's will by giving away baby stuff or having a snip snip. <laughs> in hindsight it's sheer folly. Yeah. But I remember thinking, oh, I love you, David. But, yeah. You know, this is why we don't prophesy babies. You know, I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm all like s- yeah. smug and self-satisfied. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. You're, you're, you're a sweetheart. Right. So I had, I had lunch with him. I don't know, maybe a month ago, eight weeks, six weeks ago. I said, hey, David, I need to owe you an apology, and I need to tell you what's going on in our (laughs) life. Do you remember that word You gave us, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy? I told him the story, and he he got a good chuckle. And what
1: was funny is when we told the senior team, like when we were telling all of the different people and asking them to pray, Danielle, who's on our senior team, when we shared it with her, she said, guys, all I kept hearing when you're sharing the story is, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, another boy for the Joneses. And she's like, I remember when David prophesied that. And... Uh, anyway, so we were like, "Oh, okay," you know, like. All right, so I got my timing
0: go. wrong. You were settled after was, the third dream and settled. after speaking to our, our friends. Yeah, I was, <clears throat> I was not unsettled, but I just didn't know what to do. Right, and all of I, so I journaled a lot with the Lord. Yeah, I mean, I journal a lot anyway, but yeah. especially in this, I'm journeying, journaling with the Lord, and I'm aware that all of my objections so like in theory i'm in yes. god i always want to yes. be you. but practically like i'm like lord i don't know how i'm going to afford this not not just afford the adoption right but afford a fourth child and yeah. you know i'm not even sure we've got enough to send three kids to college let, let, right. let alone add a, you know a fourth right. and you know and then i realize all of my objections are practical and the lord is so plus i don't want to disobey the lord right so i remember journaling with the lord and i'm like and the the Lord said, Alan, this is an invitation. This is not a you have to. Yeah. This is, would you like to? Right. And I'm like, well, Lord, if I'm honest, I'm not sure I would. I mean, again, I love it in theory, but my life is great. And, but, you know, but I don't want to miss you. And, yeah, you know, And so right. there's anxiety in my heart. Right. I loved what the Lord said to me. He said, Alan, you live a rich life. And I said, I do, Lord. And he said, and rich lives are best lived, shared. Yeah. And I remember thinking... You're right. And I remember we, you know, we talked about it and we had this revelation of we've made bigger decisions on less revelation.
1: Yeah. Like never in my life have I had nine dreams about the same thing and we haven't actioned it. Like we've made huge moves based on so much
0: less. Yeah. So I'm hearing from the Lord, uh, like, hey, I'm inviting you into something. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Lord, you are. And I'm, I'm, this is, this is a really bad example. I'm embarrassed to say this publicly. But I remembered this. A number of years ago, two years ago, I don't remember, we had an invitation to take our whole family to Israel without any cost to us. Right. I remember a gift came to us and said, we would like to send your whole family to Israel. Yeah. And I was like, "Eh, that's kind, but I don't really want to do that.
1: Right, Because I you definitely, and I was like,
0: babe, you go. And I was like, you know, traveling internationally with three kids, and I'm not really one of those Israel people, like it doesn't hold a fascination for me, and I love that AJ wants to go, babe, why don't you go? And hey, that's so generous, thank you so much. And then I remember, like, actually having a little bit of, like, I didn't feel like the Lord's rebuke, but I remember just going, actually, Israel's really precious to the Lord. Yeah. And so I wonder if my heart attitude is not only ungrateful, but actually kind of, disrespectful and dishonoring like right it's like the lord has made provision to show me something firsthand that is so precious to him and i'm like it's kind of an inconvenience to you're my okay? life yeah and i really was like yeah. oh it's a long flight and my kids and traveling with kids and i don't really like history and i certainly don't like historic <laughs> historical so no, seriously right. like i don't think i really want to go and then just thinking alan you're being an ingrate you know you should do it you know like oh, okay you know all right fine i'll 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 go and Plus, I'm grateful. Like, I, yeah. I there's an element of I'm grateful, but I don't really want to do it. And so anyway, I suck up. I go, and what do you know? I have the greatest time ever, and I absolutely love being in Israel. Would love to go back. It, it was everything that everybody who'd been to Israel was trying to tell yeah, me. They I were all right. It's amazing, and it helped me understand <laughs> that sometimes there's a blessing that the Lord is offering to you that you won't appreciate until you've said yes. Yes, and and all your math, all your back of the envelope. Paperwork yeah. won't help you get. And what God's looking for is obedience, not necessarily agreement or right. understanding. Right. And so I said, okay, God, I have never known you to know, like, uh, I've said that, I've preached this so many times. The only thing that's on the other side of obedience is utter satisfaction. Right. Like the life I have now came to me through a series of of radical obedience where I didn't understand what I was saying yes to. Right. And I can trace it all the way back to being asked to be a school teacher, which I didn't want to do, but because I follow Christ, I'm going to say yes. Yes. And it's produced rewards that weren't calculable for me. Right. And I so I said, "Lord, I, th- I think this is I think this is what you're I think this is what you're asking." Great. So now I'm like on board, but we still don't really know what to do But, you know, Jen's message. Yeah. So we call this company and we now get the hard data. Yes. Out. I just want to be really vulnerable here and really, I don't know if this is a man thing. So men, you know, women, if you listen to this and you understand it, great. Men, I don't know. But f- the entire life that we've been married, we've, not the entire life, when, the entire time we've been here, the last 13 years, yeah. we've been working Dave Ramsey's plan to get, to get out of, of debt, debt, debt and to get yeah. financially, yeah. Right, uh, to become financially prudent. And wise, and so around this season, not only have we paid off all of our debt, yeah. Not only do we have our baby uh, emergency savings fund, but yeah. we also have a well-stocked savings fund for yes. the first time in our adult Ever. married life. We've not only paid off all of our debt. Yeah, I mean, not have, our house,
1: but not our house, everything else. But
0: we've we have yeah. got money put aside yes. that, were we to lose our job, we'd be able we would be able to financially be okay for three or four months. Right. And this is new, and I'm like not proud of it, but I'm like happy. I'm like Lord, right. like not only have you blessed us to get out of debt, but now we're we're on the pathway to financial security. And I'm listening on this phone call about how much adoption is going to cost, and I'm realizing, oh, for me to say yes to you, this is not just like a mental heart thing. Like no. everything I've just saved is b- 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 bye bye. Yeah. like you know, to get us even started yes. on this pathway, yes. I'm going to have to empty out our. Savings. Yes. So now I'm like, okay, Lord, like we're saying yes. This is like a pathway forward. I'm not sure it is, and but I remember we made a decision, right? Yes. In the morning, we're gonna sign on and we're gonna start this process. Yeah. And we're gonna trust God, and yeah. we're we're going to start the process by bringing our seed into this plan. Yes. And sow it. Yeah. That night, I have a dream. Yes. And in the dream. Uh, it's a new season of life And AJ and I are uh, in our house And we have friends over And AJ is holding a baby boy In a diaper And he has red hair I yeah. remember that he has red hair yeah. And I, you know Clearly we've adopted a baby boy mm. in, this, in this dream And I remember just as part of life I go over and the baby reaches for me And I hold the baby close to me And in the dream Everything in my heart settles Now, yeah. before I went to bed I'd cognitively decided this is the path we're going to take. I'm on board with it. Yeah. When I woke up that morning, my heart
1: aligned with you. Aligned. And yeah.
0: it moved from obedience, but it was an act of passion and excitement for what this would bring. Yes. The whole thing has moved from decision to desire. Yeah. I, I want to tell you one other dream. Okay. happened maybe a couple of weeks after that. So we've already made the decision.
1: Yes. We've reached out.
0: We've reached out. You know, we've, started made the, decision, process, started yeah. the process. Started the process. And I have a dream. And in the dream, uh, we're all staying with Chris and Kathy Valentin, our yes. whole family. Okay. And a little bit of insight into my dreams. Anytime Chris appears in my dreams, it is always to rebuke me. Like every dream <laughs> I've ever had with Chris Vallotton, Yeah. as a prophet, he comes and he brings correction. Yeah. So I don't really enjoy dreams with Chris <laughs> in them.
1: <laughs> you're like, right away, you're on edge. But right?
0: in this dream, he was so kind to our family. Like yeah. He put us up for a whole week. And he was kind and engaging with all the kids. You know, he was fun. He was, you know, he was, he was super sweet to be with. And, and Kathy, he was also super domesticated. He would iron all his own pants and I was helping him do his laundry. Anyway, he said to me as, as I'm at his house, he said, you know, Alan, most of the people who stay with us, a major event in their life happens post staying with us. And I say, yeah, well, it's funny, Chris, because actually, AJ and I have a major, you know, change in our life that that's, you know, On the horizon yeah and he's like no i mean big and i was like well chris aj and i have a long history of pushing our poker chips to the center of the table and this is another one of those and i woke up and i I, again i was comforted by the fact that yes we journey in our personal history with the lord and we look back we have played this game where we push all our poker chips to the center of the table, we bet on God, yeah. and he comes through, and it's amazing. And, the, you know, I've preached this for forever, that, you know, the only thing that obedience ever produces is utter satisfaction. Yeah. And we have this a long history of, of looking at stuff that's happened in our life that we could never even imagine was waiting on the other side of our yes. Yes. And so...
1: And often, really, for us, even man's way of looking at a circumstance has been very different from what God has offered us mm-hmm. and it's always it's always been amazing mm-hmm. you know on the other side
0: yeah so you know that was our journey yes. and then you were talking about so we said yes yeah that means back in April April we signed on with uh, a, 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 an adoption, adoption agency. agency yeah and we have um, completed all the steps that we are required to become adoptive parents
1: yes, and there's quite a few steps
0: we didn't have a clue how you would do it. <laughs> yeah. And we very quickly learned that you cannot pass go, you cannot collect $200, you cannot move on Yes, without something called a home study. Yes. And what is a home study, you ask? Well, you need a driver's license in order to be able to drive. You need a home study in order to legally be able to adopt in the United States. Yes. And so a home study is a great idea. It's just a ton of work.
1: Well, I'm. I mean, I'm super glad for... Kids that get adopted, that whoever they got given to had to go through this process and pass it
0: rigorous process. But
1: it's more intense than getting our green cards.
0: Yeah, we were laughing about this. Like I've emigrated to two different countries. Yes. Like so, I've filled in all the paperwork to emigrate to Canada. Yes. Filled in all the paperwork to emigrate to America. The paperwork for a home study is more exhaustive than both of those. Yes, they want everything. They want everything. Give us eight references, get your whole family medical check, give us the results of that. We need to hear from, uh, if you've ever been in therapy, we need to hear from your therapist, so a written letter from yeah. them. We need all your financial information. That F- is your F- pay finger stubs.
1: Oh, finger, Fingerprint. Fingerprint. See, I can't even talk. FBI background so checks, stuff.
0: local police background checks. Yeah. Uh,
1: Child abuse background checks, Uh, all kinds of stuff.
0: uh, And then all
1: of our stuff, like your will, your insurance, your—I mean—we want copies of all of that. Everything.
0: Also, we're going to send a social worker to your house to evaluate your house. Is it got enough space? Are you financially, physically, and socially, and mentally, yeah, and you mentally capable of of caring for a a a child, or in our case, another child? Yes. They, a social worker, would come and do an interview with every member of our family yeah sometimes twice yeah a, an exhaustive process that took yes. months and months yes. and months
1: and then in the midst of that of course i had a tumor
0: well it's nice to mix things yeah, up a yeah yeah we it was thought great. that just it was doing it without yeah without any <laughs> like uh, hiccups would be boring <laughs> so yeah you went and had surgery yeah and, and that meant we had to wait because the surgeon needed to give you a full bill of health a clean yes bill of health.
1: yeah so it, it made everything take longer than we expected
0: yeah for sure so we but out. we also
1: got the book ready. While we were doing that.
0: Well, the book, let me show you what a book is. And the book that you're talking about, explain the book.
1: Well, so this is like a family profile.
0: That's what they
1: call it. The company that we are using, who are, they're not actually an agency themselves. They're like, they are like a liaison between a bunch of different agencies. Yep. Um,
0: They help you walk through the process. Yes.
1: They sort of, they're like your. The lady that we first connected with, she said, we're like a doula. Like, we we help you through uh, the whole process of adoption. I had adoption. to Google what a
0: doula is. But, and I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense.
1: <laughs> I understood right away. Anyway, so the profile book basically is something that is going to get handed to a mom. Uh, and she'll get a whole bunch of different ones from all different families. Well, exp- explain the process. Um, so the process looks like this. Basically, if... Uh, uh, there is a mom that reaches out to one of the agencies that we're connected with mm-hmm. and says, I would um, like to enter into this adoption process. Mm-hmm. Um, that mom gets sent out to the families and whatever information they have about the mom.
0: Well, hang on. We've missed one important but weird step. This is slightly awkward to talk about. Okay. But when you sign on with agencies, we were with four adoption agencies yeah. at the moment. One of the first things they ask you, and, and rightly so, is like when you say you are willing or wishing to adopt. Yes. What What are you willing to adopt? Like you know, just right. about you the take age twins, range.
1: Twins, triplets. Do you yeah. want girls, boys? Yeah. Do, yeah. Yes.
0: What age so, range? What ethnicity? What yes. What medical problems are you comfortable with? And you yes. fill out this form, which is kind Awful. of awkward. Yeah. It, yeah. But these agencies have a record of what the Jones family are looking for. Yes. I'm so sorry. Continue. So, if a
1: mom comes in and it matches the criteria of what we're looking for, mm-hmm. then we would get sent that mom's information. And we don't know how much information will be available. By information, on that mom.
0: you mean her story. Her
1: her story. Maybe medical. Maybe history. some medical history, but maybe not much at all. We don't. You know, it could be lots. It could be almost nothing and then we get to pray which i'm really excited cuz we'll get to pray with the kids and say do we want to present our book to this mom
0: is this the baby that we feel like god has for us yes. is this the birth mom that who you know that we're yeah. going to work with in the adoption process yeah.
1: and if we if our answer is yes then our book gets sent to this mom and this mom will probably get a bunch of other books from different families and that mom then gets to look at all of those different books and decide you know what family would i like um my baby to be
0: Can I pause you for one second? Yes. I, was, I was speaking to Chris earlier and I looked up a statistic. Yes. That for every one Caucasian baby that is available for adoption, yes. there are 40 families looking for placement. Wow. Now, we are not limiting our
1: No. To, I, I, you know, no. our, our, our Ethnicity, baby presence we, we, to, we, to Caucasian. We but I was like, that's yeah.
0: amazing. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, the, the as you say, the birth mom is going to get a bunch of profiles. Yes. And she's going to pick one.
1: She's going to pick one. And if she picks us, then we would get to meet her either via Zoom or in person, depending on what state she's in mm-hmm. and what she would like to do about that. And uh, if after meeting, you know, both she and we go... Yeah, this is it. Uh, then we we sort of sign on the dotted line, and and then we're… It's called a match. It's a match. And then we get to, um, you know, wait eagerly until the day that the baby arrives. So,
0: And it's worth knowing that's just one way that adoption can happen. Yes. Because <laughs> maybe one of the strangest phone calls I've ever had in my life, while we are finishing out our family profile, we get a phone call from an agency saying… Uh we understand that you're looking to adopt, and one of the preferences we've said was we'd take from newborn to three years old, yes. and our preference would be a boy, yes, um, and so this person said, "Hey, you know we heard that this is what you 're looking for. We have a four year old boy it's 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 outside of the parameters you're looking for, but just you know wondering if you'd you know consider this." And we're like, wait, what, what's happening right now? Yeah, if you know he's placed for adoption, if you could come to Florida tomorrow, he needs to be picked up. He needs tomorrow. to be picked up tomorrow. It will be thirty-two thousand dollars. And we're like, whoa, what? Like, whoa, what? What is happening right now? And there was a bit of miscommunication because we didn't even we weren't we weren't approved. We, we, we didn't have so we weren't study.
1: eligible to do it anyway.
0: But I was like, wait, that can happen? So while, you know, we were talking earlier. And and I've
1: heard several stories like that where it was like two weeks or three weeks away. I mean, one of the people that we were talking to when we were doing our home study, Mm -hmm. um, she was telling us like she was doing intake on a mom who had phoned and said, hey, I'd like to place my baby for adoption. And uh, she was asking her questions like, okay, how far along are you, blah, blah, blah. And she said, well, I'm about three centimeters dilated. So, <laughs> you know. Like,
0: so we could get maybe, a phone call on a Thursday yeah, night. Yeah, I mean, you
1: really could. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, somebody that she was dealing with was going to get a phone call on mm-hmm. a Thursday night, you know. So it can be that you know months ahead. It can be that we could get a phone call and it's a few weeks so, it, I mean, it is one of those things where we really, we've signed on for an adventure, and we don't know how, how long it's going to You know, we don't know anything. We don't know what state we're going to go and stay in. We don't know any of that. Because whenever we do adopt, we also need to go to that state, stay in that state for 10 days to two until weeks the and until all the paperwork's done and oh there's so a there's, whole lot of adventure still to come everything is a moving part oh my gosh yeah. um and there's no plan there's just there's just wait and be ready to go
0: so where we are today is we have done everything that we are able to do to make ourselves eligible to yes. adopt a baby yes and we're in the waiting process where we're like okay god this was a plan you put you know on our hearts yes we said yes We've done the paperwork, everything that's necessary for this to happen. We are now trusting you to unfold this. And as you say, it's interesting that that you won't hear this episode until about two weeks after we recorded it. So it'll be interesting to know what's happened. Yeah, because things could have changed by then. Yeah. Yes. Here's what we would be eager for you to do. Like a request from our hearts. Yes. Yes. First of all, thank you so much for listening to this. Like, I, you know, I love that people. I love that people choose to listen to us every week. But especially this episode, I love that you are you were interested enough to see the title and hear our story. And we would really, really value your prayers because, as you can please, imagine, please, please. <laughs> the way we're wired, like high planners, yeah, not much left to plan, but nope. just huge amounts of flexibility required. Yes. Uh, so we would love you to pray for us. We'd really ask you to pray for us and pray for the birth mom. And pray for this child that we don't yet we don't yet know either of them.
1: right. And in all likelihood, this this child could already be conceived. So, I mean, i I'm literally praying every day for the mom and mm. for the baby. Uh, and of course, we don't know who the mom and the baby are yet. Um, but yeah, if you would pray, if you would join with us and pray, that would yeah. be amazing.
0: There's a couple of things. If your heart is being stirred to connect with us more about the story, there's there's a couple of avenues that you could help and we would really value and cherish your help. One, pray, absolutely. Yeah. Two, if you would like to stay up to date with us on our adoption journey, if you go to alanandaj.com slash adopt, there's a place where you can put your email in and we'll add you to our adoption email list. Your email will only be used for adoption news. Like I said there is a delay of about 2 weeks between us recording and releasing an episode and if you want to have the most up to date information on how you can be praying for us or, or just even what's going on sign up for that mailing list again you know once this whole journey is finished we will delete your email we won't use it for any other purposes yeah to be frank we have exhausted our funds yes so you know you heard me talk about our you know uh, emergency savings fund that we had and uh you know we have taken all the seed that we had and we have spent all that money.
1: We pushed it all to the to center. <laughs> get, to
0: get this far. Yes. And we're aware that the average cost of adoption in the United States is between fifty and $60,000.
1: Which is insane.
0: Uh, which is insane. We don't have that money. And we're trusting God. God said, hey, I'd love you to do this. And we've learned time and time again that God does not order what he cannot pay for. But if you're listening to this story and you're like, I would love to help the Jones family adopt, I would love to sow into adoption, you can also do so at the same page, com slash adopt. And for U.S. taxpayers, if you're a listener and you pay U.S. taxes, we've worked or are working with an organization – to ensure that your donations to helping us get uh, a, a, this adoption through will be considered as a tax deductible donation which is great yes we're amazing. also working with an organization that will match gifts and we haven't heard back from them yet P- possibly we will have by the time you can even visit this page but basically you know up to a certain dollar limit if you donate they will match your donation, which is wonderful. For our listeners who are outside the U.S. who don't care about you know, U.S. tax receipts, um, we've created a GoFundMe uh, to help raise money for uh, the adoption.
1: Whether you can give or whether you're praying with us or you want to just hear our news, we're just so thankful to mm-hmm. have you on the journey with us.
0: And, of course, from time to time on the podcast, we'll... Keep you updated. I'm like, sure
1: to be part of our weekly update. If you don't
0: see an episode out, it could be that it we're be. flying to a different state to meet a birth mom. But or if you're on the individual. mailing list, you're gonna know. You're about gonna that. know all about that. <laughs> But thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this story. It's been a story we've been treasuring in our heart for the last yes. 10 months. Yeah. It's really exciting to actually finally get to talk about yeah. it.
1: The kids have been dying to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've been like, when is it coming out? When is it coming when out? When can
0: we tell our friends? Yes.
1: So it, there's a lot of excitement in the Jones household over this new adventure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So to stay up to date, to give, to pray, that website again, com slash adopt is the is the HQ for all things adoption-related. You can also follow us, if you don't already, on Instagram, at Alan and AJ. And pray for us, because we're super excited. Yes. And until we have more news to share, we'll hopefully be back same time, same place next week with a regular scheduled broadcast.
1: (laughs) See you later. Faith, life, life, communication, tacos and video games. Paleo donuts and the kindness of God are things we deal with every day.
0: From Franklin, Tennessee, they are just like you and me, Alan and AJ. Keeping up with the Joneses, keeping up with the Joneses, sharing their life experiences.